Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, podcast listeners, it's Ryan Frank. Thanks for tuning in to the Ryan Frank podcast today. So thankful for your time and for your attention. Before we jump into today's podcast, I want to let you know that enrollment is open for Kidman Academy. Kidman Academy is a 12-month program where you can earn a diploma from me in children's ministry. It's a 12-month program, 12 modules, super practical in nature. We talk about things like recruiting and retaining volunteers, working with your pastor, working with parents. What's it really mean to have a church-parent partnership? What special needs ministry look like? How do you work with preteens? How do you get kids excited about worship? And so much more. Our next class begins on May 3rd. You can learn more about Kidmen Academy by going to kidmenacademy.com. We'd love to have you join us in our next class. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how to be an innovator. One of the greatest things I love about this community of children's ministry leaders that I work with so often is their willingness to embrace new ideas, to try things. Y'all are such innovators. Being an innovator is crucial because this world that we live in is changing so fast. If you want to be ready, to respond to the changes that you see all around you, if you also want to be prepared to embrace new opportunities like never before, you must begin to think like an innovator. When you do, I promise you, it's going to keep you on the leading edge, and you'll be amazed at what happens in your life, in your ministry, really in every part um, of, of your being. So with that being said, I'm going to let you listen in on a recent Kidmen Academy class that I taught on being a Kidmen innovator. Now, whether you serve in children's ministry or not, whether your nine to five is ministry context or more of a marketplace context, I promise you'll find value in today's podcast. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much for your attention. Enjoy. Hey, Kidmen Academy, it's Ryan Frank. Thank you for watching this video. This month in Kidmen Academy, we're talking about innovation. Wow, what a strong word, right? You might not think of yourself as an innovator, but I want you to. I want you to embrace innovation in children's ministry. If you do, I'm telling you what, God will reveal to you some amazing possibility. So thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention. Today's training video is a little bit different. You don't get to watch my face on the screen. You can thank me for that later. You get to see me enough. Instead, I've got a slide deck I'm going to share with you. Now, let me mention before we jump into the slides, I've got a good number of slides. I don't know how many. I didn't count them. I guess I could scroll through and quick. 40-some slides. I am sharing the slide deck with you. So when you log into the student portal, you're watching this video, you'll see on here somewhere the slide deck. So don't feel like you have to frantically write down everything that you see on the slides because you're getting these slides. So you can print them off, put them in your Kidman Academy fancy notebook, uh, drop them on your computer. Do whatever you want to do, but you are getting the slide deck. I hope that maybe you can even share this presentation with some of the leaders in your church. 
And what I want to talk to you about today is how to be a Kidman innovator. Now, before we jump into uh, the how-tos, let's talk about the what is. So, what is innovation? What comes to your mind when you think of innovation? Who comes to your mind when you think of innovation? What I'd like for you to do right now is I would like for you to pause, get your phone, text me, and tell me who do you think of when you think of innovation. Now here's my phone number. It's not going to be a slide. Just listen. 765-441-4598. Text me literally right now. Text me. And tell me, who do you think of when you think of someone that's an innovator? 765-441-4598. It could be somebody from the past, somebody that's dead and gone. It could be somebody that's alive. It could be somebody famous or somebody that only you know. But who comes to mind? Now, when you define the word innovation, here's how Webster defines it as a new idea device or method or the act or process of introducing new ideas devices or methods so i want you to be a kidman innovator i always want you to be thinking of new ideas devices methods new way of introducing new way of doing the same old things that we've always done and i'm going to share with you several ways that you can begin to think and act like a Kidman innovator. Number one, you must decide that you want more. In other words, you can't be content with the status quo, right? You can't be content with the way things have always been. You've got to decide in your spirit, you know what, I want more for myself. I want more for these kids. I want more for these families. I want to go to a new level with this ministry. I want this church to reach more people than ever before. Now, the reason I ask you to text me, if you haven't texted me yet, do that, 765-441-4598. If I don't text you right back, it's because I don't know when you're watching this video. Okay, I might be asleep. I might be taking a nap. I might be on an airplane. I might be driving down the road, but I will text you back. The reason I want you to text me an innovator is because here's the thing. I want you to have the mindset of an innovator. Innovators always want more. They see things that can't be. They have this way of, of getting ideas and ways of doing things and communicating them and making them a reality. Right? One thing about innovators, they are willing to ask the tough questions. They really are. And we talk about this quite a bit, the importance of asking good questions. Great leaders ask great questions. And if you're going to think and act like an innovator in ministry, you've got to be willing to ask tough questions like, why are we doing this, right? Are we doing this because we've always done it this way? Why are we doing this? Um, is this effective or is it not effective? Don't be, don't ever, ever... Uh, lose your curiosity. Don't ever, ever 
think that you're too old to ask childlike questions. One thing about kids, they'll ask any kind of a question, won't they? And innovators do that. They also have a growth mindset. Innovators have a growth mindset. They're not content with how things are right now. They want to go to a new level. And I want that for you. I want you to, now you're in Kidman Academy. So, you know, my pastor sometimes says, I'm pre, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir. Well, Kidman Academy, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir because you are enrolled in this 12 month program where you've invested resources of financial resources and your time and your energy. You, I, I think if you're watching this video, you have a growth mindset. Never lose that growth mindset. Decide that you want more. And when you decide that you want more, you're on your way to being a Kidman innovator. Now, the next thing that you need to do is you really need to build a team that loves and embraces new ideas. Okay. Now, I know this can be easier said than done because when you're working with people, whether they are paid, whether they're volunteers, they don't always love and embrace new ideas. They like things the way they've always been, right? So what do you do? Well, this is some, again, it's sometimes easier said than done, but you've got to, you've got to, you've got to always be introducing new ideas. That, that's the key phrase here, new ideas. Here's the thing, innovation always starts with a new idea, right? It always starts with a new idea. You've got to be willing to try something new and you've got to be exposed to new ideas. This is why I love it when people are able to bring their team to Megacon. And I know that's not always possible at work, but, but listen, we are deeply committed to having a conference that is affordable enough that you can bring your team. This is one reason why we have it at a church. This is one reason why we have selected Nashville, Tennessee, because a majority of you can drive to Nashville, Tennessee. You can load up in the church van and you can drive there. You can get an Airbnb. You can, you can, you can budget way in advance and get your team there. Why? Because they'll be exposed to new ideas. This is why I encourage you to get a subscription to the magazine for to Kids Matter magazine for your leaders because it will expose them to new ideas. When you come across a great article or a podcast or a fun new idea in I Love Kidmen, share it with your leaders. By the way, make sure your volunteers are a part of I Love Kidmen, right? Because they'll get all kinds of great volunteers in I Love Kidmen. If you haven't invited your volunteers to join our I Love Kidmen Facebook group, as soon as this video is done, go to I Love Kidmen and invite them to join the group. You want to be someone who is constantly sharing ideas. And just the fact that you're sharing new ideas, it fosters that this is a ministry that, that we're not content with the status quo. We want to try new things, right? We embrace new ideas. That'll help your leaders, even your leaders that you might not think are willing to try new things. Your goal is to create a culture that welcomes 
and embraces new ideas. And one, one thing that can help you as you build your team is, is find people that are different than you, right? Especially on your core leadership team. You know, if, if you're, you know, if you, you don't want everybody to be a carbon copy of you, right? Now, when you're building your team, you might be tempted to build a team of people that look just like you, but don't do that. You need to have a well-rounded team. If you're more action-oriented, find some people that are more, um, that, that like to, that are more analytical. That's what I was looking for. Because a lot of times the analytical people, you know, they'll, they can get to, to where they're action-oriented, but that's after they have analyzed things. And if you're not analytical, you need an analytical person on your team. If you're analytical, you need some action-oriented people on your team. If you, if you tend to be more introverted, uh, you need to get some extroverted people on your team, right? Um, if you're more behind the scenes, get some upfront people. My point is you need to have a well-rounded team. A team of people that love and embrace new ideas. Now, if you're gonna really think and be like an, be an innovator, remember innovators, what do they do? Let's go back to the definition. Innovators find new ideas, new devices, new methods, right? So if that's the case, you've got the number three, understand the needs around you. You can't innovate if you don't know what needs to be innovated. This kind of seems like a no-brainer, but you know, you've got to understand what the needs are. When we created uh, Kidman Academy, we understood the need for an, an academic program and, and the need for a, a community where, where you could learn with other leaders and where you could pick the brains of influencers and thought leaders in children's ministry, where you could get a well-rounded education that would help prepare you for what God has next for you. So as you think about your children's ministry, here's a good starting point as you think about understanding the needs around you. What questions would you ask if you were planning a brand new children's ministry, a brand new church? What would be the questions you would ask? Now you might be at a church that's 100 years old, but you know what? If we were starting from scratch, what would be some questions we ask? And then think about your current ministry through the lens of those questions, right? And you'll discover some needs. Maybe you'll discover that uh, we, our parents, need more resources to help them at home. Maybe you'll discover that, you know what, we need more resources to help our kids do outreach and be little evangelists in their schools. Maybe you'll discover that, you know what, there's a people group in this community that aren't being reached. Maybe you'll discover that, you know, our kids need to get more grounded in the word. Uh, you know, you'll, you're smart. Dis, discover what are the needs, and then and then as you discover that and have conversations, you're going to get these ideas, right? As you've got these ideas, as you want more, as you're building a team that embraces new ideas, as you discover needs, you, these ideas start to surface. 
Then what you do is you discuss the pros and the cons. Now, this step can have the greatest impact. And you really don't want to do this alone. You don't want to discuss the pros and the cons all by yourself. You want to have some people around the table with you. Maybe some of the leaders in your ministry. Maybe some of the parents. Maybe even some of the kids. Um, and, and hey, let's discuss what are the pros? What are the cons? And, and let's just whiteboard them. And this is important, and I say this can have the greatest impact, because when you discover the pros and the cons, you really start to weigh things out, right? And you start to understand, is this something that really should stick or not? And then here's the fun part. You get to start building it. Whatever this new idea is, you know, it might be, this new idea might be a new program. It might be a new curriculum. It might be a new ministry. For those of you that work outside the church, it might be a new product. It might be a new podcast, a new YouTube channel, a new way we teach, a new way we recruit, a new way we retain our help. You know, it, it might be a whole new system, but then you build it. You don't build it by yourself, right? You equip and assign. You listen, you don't want to be uh, the, the sole person that's driving all of this. You've got to have a team around you. And I wouldn't launch it until you have identified a leader or a leadership team. People who can equip others and recruit others. Pastor Rick Warren, I read a long time ago, where he said he cautions to never start a ministry without a minister. In other words, let's go back to this here. You're going to build it. You're going to launch. I wouldn't launch it until you've got a leader. Now, there are some people that think otherwise, and that's fine. There's no right or wrong way. Some people say, well, if you build it, they will come, right? And so let's build this ministry, and when people see it, it will attract leaders, and maybe for maybe that's fine. Maybe that'll work for you. I tend to be like, hey, you let's find a leader, and then let's launch, right? So you equip and assign, and you go, you go. Now you create some action steps. You help this leader out, right? Hey, we're gonna do. We're, we want to see this thing through. We want to make sure it happens. We want to make sure that it happens with excellence. And maybe even before you launch, we haven't got to launch yet, we're even going to do a little bit of a test. We'll do a bit of a test because we want to make some tweaks along the way, right? We want to ask for feedback. And as we're testing it, here's number eight. We're going to include leadership. In other words, we're not going to go with this alone, right? I'm going to get buy-in from my pastor and I'm going to get buy-in from from some of the key leaders. And um, here, here's why you want buy-in, especially from leadership, because this will make sure that your idea connects with the vision that your pastor has. You you might say the vision of the house, the vision of the church. You don't want to go rogue on something, right? You need to make sure that your pastor's bought in. Include I would and I wouldn't include leadership at the very end. These aren't necessarily in any 
particular order. I would start including leadership early in. I would communicate as you've got this new idea, as you're flushing it out, as you're building a team, as you're look, as you're as you're preparing to launch. And we're almost to the launch. That's number ten. You want to really communicate. Communicate internally. You're also going to communicate externally, but communicating internally, um, the whys and the hows. You're you're going to communicate. Here's what we're doing. You're going to make sure the staff knows. Your leadership team knows. Your volunteers know. Maybe the parents and the kids know. This is internal communication with with the team in particular. And then you're going to communicate externally to the church, to the community, to uh, you know if if you work outside the church, you're going to communicate. To those that that you're trying to sell to or market to, you're gonna you're gonna communicate on social media and however you communicate. Why? Because this is such an important thing that you're doing. So as a result, we need to talk about it. And then you get to launch phase. Now this is so fun. When you launch that product, you launch that program, you launch that ministry, you launch that new system, that new check-in system, that new program, uh, you launch. Now, it's fun. It can be scary, right? This is a scary part, but it's fun because you actually get to do it. And you know what? You don't give up. It's not going to be easy. 11, you stay the course. Um, you know, you're going to have some hiccups along the way. You're going to have some failures along the way. That's all right. You fail, but fail forward. Uh, keep your team energized. Keep them motivated. Have the discipline to stay the course. I love what Chris Kane said once. She said that vision will inspire you but discipline will keep you there. Vision will inspire you, but discipline will keep you there. Have the discipline to stay the course. Have the vision, or have the discipline to keep your team motivated, to stay excited, to share success stories, and to to remind people this is why we're making this decision, this is why we're doing this. And, it, it's so so important. And then as you're as you've launched and as you're keeping your team motivated and and so on, you're going to evaluate. You're going to always evaluate and ask for feedback. You're going to evaluate and ask for feedback. Remember, feedback is the breakfast of champions. And and the more you ask for feedback as a leader, the more you're going to grow as a leader. Don't ever get to the point where you're not asking people for feedback. Pastor, how do you think this is going? Ask your spouse, how do you think this is going? Ask your leaders, how do you think this is going? Ask the kids, how do you think this is going? And and take their feedback. And don't take it as criticism. Take it as constructive criticism, right? Evaluate. Be willing to fail along the way. I talked about that a few minutes ago but fail forward. And then here's my final point. Here's number 14. Repeat. Why? In other words, what do I mean repeat? We go back up here to number one. Decide I want more. Build a team that loves and embraces new ideas. Understand the needs. Discuss the pros and cons. Start building it. Create action steps, right? 
Start, have a small group. Test it where you test it. Include leadership. Communicate. Launch. Stay the course. Evaluate. Fail but fail forward. Then repeat. You get the idea, right? So, here are a couple questions, Kidman Academy, as we wrap up our training video today. How can you grow as an innovator? How can you grow as an innovator? And what is keeping you from your vision? That should say from, not for. That's a typo. I apologize. What is keeping you from your vision and your big ideas? Are there some roadblocks that are keeping you from launching that big idea that you have? Right? That vision God's given you. What's keeping you from it? Identify that. And come up with ways that you can grow as an innovator. Kidman Academy, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your attention. Thank you for being a part of Kidman Academy. I love you. I care for you deeply. Let me know what you thought about this video. Send me a second text. I'd love that. 765-441-4598. God bless. We'll talk to you soon. This episode of the Ryan Frank Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.